Hello and welcome to the Omaha Podcast, the show where I educate students about the history and current events of our community. In today's episode, I interview R.J. Neary, who is running for mayor. He's worked on the city planning committee and for many years in real estate. He hopes to bring his experience and time-tested skills to Omaha's administration. Please enjoy our conversation. question i wanted to ask you is you talk on the news a lot about making omaha a world-class city so i was wondering what do you think is holding omaha back from that and what would you do to make it like you say a world-class city well I, i think we have to continue to invest in ourselves we're obviously doing that with a a park and a museum downtown but our transportation system and our built environment. Um, when, when people ask you if you've been to a certain other city, a Kansas City or a New York or a Chicago, you can name a street that's kind of world-class there. Chicago's Magnificent Mile, you know, Kansas City's Ward Parkway and New York's Fifth Avenue or Central Park. We don't really have one of those streets. We have to continue to invest in our built environment so that it all fits together and in our transportation system. And, and, you know, our parks are, we have 200, almost 250 parks. um, And we've invested in playgrounds and stuff, but we need to continue to invest in parks and all those things. On investing in land and infrastructure, yeah, you have a, a lot of experience with that. What's something you've learned from that that will make you a better mayor? A couple things. I have a couple sayings, but one is I like to use is little things add up to big things. And when I started on the Habitat for Humanity board years ago, we could build one to two houses, and now they're building forty to fifty, and they've built eight hundred or more over the term. And I can point to many examples of that. I think the restoration of existing buildings, they don't have to be historic, but activating them, that's how you get neighborhoods turned around. In our inner city, in our in our struggling neighborhoods, there's a lot of vacant houses and vacant commercial buildings that need to be activated and turned around. And I was just on a affordable housing call the other day and they they started this fund to, you know, fund 50 houses that were not, a. they had to give them second mortgages because they weren't appraising for what they had in them, but they didn't have to give them mortgages for 40 houses because the neighborhoods turned around once they got things started. So sometimes it doesn't take much to jumpstart things. Thank you. Um, You talked about Habitat for Humanity, and I know that they do some good work. Do you want to explain to the listeners what that is yeah it was started by a guy named uh millard fuller millard had made a lot of money and he decided his life was kind of empty and um he started building houses for the poor and selling them at no profit so the money came back in but it but there wasn't interest charged and it's it was built with volunteers and donors, and that model is still the same model. Um, it's gotten a little more sophisticated, 
but um, it's a wonderful model for housing people because housing is such a basic need for kids getting educated, kids being healthy and families sticking together. You're a, s- a small business owner, right? Yes. I, I consider, I still consider my business a small business. Yes. The, uh, the real estate business, a small business, but yes. So as a small business owner, you probably know a lot about the environment that Omaha has to offer for, you know, all commerce. Mm-hmm. How do you think that environment is doing right now? And what do you think you could do to make it better as mayor? We, we have a great city to live and work and play in um, to start with. Um, I believe the most wealth, the most jobs are created by small business. Um, we've kept our business as a local business. We haven't sold, sold it to a national firm. We like keeping the money here in the community and doing business locally. But the world's changing fast and we need to innovate faster. And I was just reading Bill Gates's newsletter and one of the ways we're gonna save the planet is innovate faster from climate change. We need to do all we can to one, create the right environment where innovators and young people and collaborators are attracted and and can learn from each other. Um, And so we need to continue to do that and continue to support that innovation and, and startup businesses. Now, but you asked me two questions. One was the planning board and one was small business. Yeah. You want me to talk about the planning board? Yeah, go ahead. Well, 10 years on the planning board, you see everything from urban redevelopment, changes in the zoning law. And of course, I've dealt with that in my business um, also. But you also see the capital improvement projects and where we spend our money on infrastructure and how that impacts again, our built environment. And I think that's a very important ingredient um, for managing the city and know where you wanna spend the money and uh, what impact it has. I was wondering what you would do in your first month in office to really start changing the Omaha government and getting your agenda forward. Well, I, I don't have a 30-day plan, Ted, but I do have a 100-day plan. And one, we would hire uh, my staff, and my staff is going to include a sustainability officer that looks at, it promotes, looks, reviews all our purchasers and policies, and to make sure that we're doing everything we can to um, be a more sustainable city, and and what that does for our families in Omaha and is it it makes it a we we want to increase the quality of life and make it cheaper in the long run or less expensive to operate and my cabinet will look like the city of Omaha which is a very diverse community and we will have a a climate change and sustainability plan in the first year and that first hundred days will set off on that plan. And 
in running a city is like running a business, just a little bigger sometimes. You have to have the right team in place and and we're gonna make sure we have the right team in place and everybody agrees on where we're going so that we can all work together to get there. And we're gonna make a better Omaha. We'll discuss that with the team and there's 3,000 employees and they have to manage their teams, right? Yeah, and I was wondering, I have done a bit of research about the other candidates and I saw you all discuss things at the Culture House Forum, and I noticed that you all had a ver had very similar ideas. I was wondering what makes you different as a candidate from the other members of the race. I think my experience um, within city government, within the business community, um, and leading people, we have 70-some people at our office, and I, I can tell you, I'm in, <laughs> it's kind of intimidating to think you could just go from leading two or three people to 3,000 and negotiating huge contracts with unions and purchases and managing a lot of managers without that track record. So I think that's the differentiator between me and the other candidates they're all smart um i've just had more experience at it so uh something that i've wondered about is what made you decide to run for mayor um ted i i get asked that question all the time i guess in some ways i've always well my friend jim always says it's my fate um I've always been interested in politics and running a city. Um, I think we're all called to serve at different times, and this is my time. And I think we've always had the right mayors at the right time, and I think I'm the right mayor for now. I think I understand business, but I also understand that we have a lot of hurting people and struggling neighborhoods. And that's plays to my strengths of knowing how to work with those and get them turned around and yet um, keep keep the train running on time, as they say. And something that's been happening the last few months is that people are starting to, uh, you know, they're, sorry, it's a podcast, so I can take as much time to formulate my questions as I need, right? Yeah, and you can redo it and cut yeah. it out back in yeah so i was wondering about the recent protests and how yeah. much tension has been um has come to the surface in recent months what would you do as mayor to address some of the grievances that members of our community have well one as crazy as it might seem and i'm not saying i would have done this but you have to take in you know the professional advice of law enforcement and all that but one, when the protests were coming, I, I mean, we knew people were going to protest, right? I mean, I, I did wonder if we actually held a peace rally at Memorial Park or downtown or somewhere, if we couldn't all gotten together and held a peace rally and had music and speakers. And, and so that was just an idea. I'm not saying that was the answer to everything. But the other is 
that I don't think we engaged our community leaders, especially African-American community leaders until after the riots. And I think if we would have met with them immediately and showed that we were communicating and that we were interested, it might have it might have helped things. Uh, thank you. And uh, I know that you have a family. You raised two daughters that yeah. no longer live in Omaha. And yeah. I wondered what things you have learned or what has changed you about being a parent and now an empty nester. Well. Parenting is the greatest pleasure and the greatest challenge in the in my life, um, and it teaches you to be humble. It tells you that it teaches you to figure out what your own values are, and what it makes me want to do is work that much harder to keep young people in Omaha. Um, I've been on a number of Zoom calls and. Parents are wanting their kids to be closer to Omaha and live here. And I think we need to create the jobs and the environment and the built environment and all that so that kids will stay here. I, I was wondering if you had to make a timeline of your life, what moments um, led you to running for mayor? Oh, boy. Uh, good question. A guy, a guy taught me a long time ago to take... Uh, piece of paper and write ups and down, you know, like mountains and valleys on it. And, and, and you put the, the highlights of your life, you know, on the top and your valleys on the bottom. Um, it's kind of a fun exercise. Um, well, anything in life, you know, I've had, when I was in college, I attended a couple dinners because friends had tickets to him. I, I've been longtime friends with Mike Fahey, so I was around, you know, that a little more. And Bob Carey appointed me to some stuff. And so there, there was other issues, and I didn't want to leave my friendship with Mike out of that, um, because that's been an important ingredient to kind of get an inside view. Um, I've always been involved I was started the rugby team in University of Nebraska, and I was captain and president of the club, and then I was a coach in Omaha. And um, I think I was naive enough to think that I could do it. Um, and I've always been somebody to offer to participate. I was president of the first Leavenworth Neighborhood Association. And, so, and we organized neighborhood cleanups and like that. And I've always liked that community thing. I almost was on the city council back in the 80s. Again, my planning board experience um, probably led me to this. As a side note, I, I two things. One, I, I know so many people in town that people are always said, why don't you be the mayor? You know everybody in town. And I don't think I do, but that's people's impression. And two, we used to go into restaurants and stuff on, when we were traveling, and I'd ask who the mayor was, because it was always an interesting conversation about who the mayor was. <laughs> and it was good or bad or forever or brand new, but they, people always seemed to have an opinion about, and had a 
opinion about their community and you could kind of always tell who had the best mayors because it's the towns or the cities look so much better. So I guess the, all those things led, led me to it. Here, another question is, what would you do differently as mayor than the current administration? Okay, what, what would I do different? Um, um, the one thing I would like to accomplish is reconnecting all parts of the city, physically, socially, and I go to all parts of the city and operate in them very comfortably and am interested in them. Um, and, and I won't play politics um, with issues. I, I think we, we have a, a real problem with substandard housing and affordable housing in our city. If I see problems, I just like to try to fix them and fix them as fast as I can. Um, and move on to get on to bigger and better things. Um, and I think we've played politics and tried to play it safe. So you got to take action and you got to move it along. What do you think is the most pressing issue that faces Omaha right now? Well, <clears throat> so we've just passed a $200 million bond issue and the state wants to spend $850 million over the next 10 years on our interstate system. So transportation and roads, potholes, roads, very important. Uh, COVID reset is the most important. So I, I would put that above roads. Um, we have a lot of hurting restaurants and hurting businesses, and we need to help jumpstart this Omaha economy. I have a plan to take 5% of the restaurant tax and add it to the visitor's bureau and really ramp up our visitor bureau money and try to get people when they're look, you know, people are going to be looking for some safe travel. And so let's get them here, whether regionally, even in Omaha, we need to get people out to the restaurants and to the zoo and to the Holland Center and to the entertainment venues. Um, three, the inequities in our affordable housing is just really moving up to the top of the list because we can't grow as a community if we don't have more employees. And many people can't move to Omaha because they can't afford to buy a house here in a nice neighborhood. We need to make sure that we have more housing of all types and all prices and not just new housing in the suburbs, but it needs to be everywhere, whether for rent or for home. You talked about connecting East and West Omaha a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, could you explain to the listeners what the situation is with that and what steps you would take to make sure that Omaha is a more connected and united place? Yeah, um, and, and I don't mean just east and west, I mean north and south, but over the last 50 or 60 years, we've created a lot of obstacles to connecting. And um, we've done a decent job of building some bike trails, but half the time the bike trails go to a dead end and you can't get over to the next neighborhood. Um, and we've built this massive infrastructure for moving cars. There's a difference between moving cars and moving people. So like even in West Omaha and West Dodge Road, there's not a real pedestrian friendly way to get from the north of Dodge, West Dodge to the south of Dodge. Um, there are some bike trails, but you have to be 
getting down to those and all that is not as easy as maybe it could be. And we, even in the inner city, we've cut off neighborhoods from each other and then we build unattractive pedestrian ways that feel, they, they, they just don't feel very walkable and we need to reconnect those. Okay, and I was wondering if someone wanted to support your, your campaign, how would they do that? Uh, they'd go to neeryforomaha.com um, and s- sign up to volunteer, donate, put a sign up there. And what message do you have for, you know, the high schoolers, which is... Our- yeah, you're, you are our future, and I'm not worried about the next election. I'm worried about the next generation, which is you, and I want Omaha to be a really... You know, I want to build on the dynamic music scene and food scene and, and add to our transportation options and our housing options and entertainment and just make it that much more fun to live here. Okay. And if you had to, you know, convince someone to come to Omaha, what would you talk about? Oh, I'd talk about the food and music scene and just how easy it is to live here and do business here. Even people... Yeah, people have moved here and they say, oh, we we didn't know what we were getting into, but we love it here and we'd never leave. That's what I'd tell them. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we say goodbye? Yeah, I'd like to thank you for your interview and uh, this opportunity to visit with the high school kids. Okay. And, and, um... and, and tell them to go tell their parents to vote for me so that we can make <laughs> Omaha a world-class city. Thank you. Thank you. Before saying goodbye, we talked about his website, which is currently not working. If you want some more details on his campaign, I suggest going to Facebook or, depending on when you're listening to this, type it, typing RJ Neary for mayor into Google. Uh, goodbye, Ted. Have a great Sunday, and thanks again for your time. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. Welcome to the Omaha Podcast, the show where I educate students about the current events and history of our community. In these first couple of episodes, I will be interviewing mayoral candidates so that we can all get to know who's on the ballot.